0: morning, happy, happy Tuesday. Oh, happy new year, everyone. 2020, this is my first episode. It is January 28th, 2020. Wow. New decade, new things. I don't know how many of you are still keeping your New Year resolutions. I started this year on the 2nd, waking up at 4.30 a.m. I've done so well so far, even though today I slept until 6. But I think waking up at 4.30 is my new thing this year. So I cannot promise I'll do that every day, but every time I'm up, I will get up and you know get out of the bed and start my day early i love early mornings they're, they're just wonderful and i don't know how much i've been missing that all these years of sleeping late it's a beautiful thing um well we are in the midst of so many things uh news all over uh, Impeachment continues. I think last time I gave you my perspective, uh, Christian perspective on impeachment in just daily events. And the reason we need to pay attention to some of the things that are going on in the news is because even though we are not of this world, we are still in this world. And the way we see things is not the way the world see things so it's our job to try to help the world see, th- see things through the eyes of the lord for people who their eye whom are, our eyes are no longer blind our ears are no longer deaf so we can see we can hear we can see things clearer than we we used to be before we were before God saved us, before we came to Christ. Now Jesus opened up a new world that we haven't seen before because we were blind, we were blinded uh, by, by sin, by, by the devil, by the world. But now things just completely are different. They just change, like we are here, but we don't see things the way the world see. And today, I think it's, it's maybe one of those days I need to touch into some news right now that's going on, for example, um, the, the passing of uh, NBA uh, player, uh, very famous, uh, Kobe Bryant. Um, our, our, our thoughts and prayers uh, with his family and uh, he left behind. Uh, it's it's tragedy. It's uh, it's sad news, um, and these people are in the spotlights and uh, have so many fans, so many followers. Um, it's 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 sad, but I want to say something that I hope I can help you see things differently, or maybe inspire you to really seek the Lord with all your heart so that you'll be able to live through these kind of events or information um, in different perspective in the way with where you see the light not darkness um, if you just put on any channel today even yesterday all day yesterday it started on Sunday Monday the whole day yesterday I think it continues today every news it doesn't matter where you open, you see that helicopter crash and the news of passing and the way uh, people take in that information. For example, last night, one of my friends, uh, I just texted him. Is a guy, but he's my friend. I texted him uh, just asking how his day went, and he answered me, The Life is very weird. That was his text, his reply. So I, I said to him, how, huh? Like, I wanted to know more about why he was saying that before I, I put my own perspective how I see life. And he said, you know, the passing of Kobe Bryant is just bothering me so much. Um, and I understood because... I felt the same way, bothered, and a little bit um, disrayed. I don't know if that's the word, but I understood what he meant. Um, I remember when Michael Jackson passed, I didn't know the Lord at that time. I didn't know I was saved. I was blind, and it's, it's shocking, so I was glued to that... News, even the passing of Anna Nicole, Anna 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 Nicole, something like that. The famous blonde, uh, Marion Marin Monroe type, the woman who had um, two men fighting for the uh, custody or the, the the fighting to for her daughter. Uh, everybody called themselves their father. And Nicole Smith, something like that. Um, I forgot her name, but she was famous uh, in Hollywood. Um, a tragic passing also with her, also her son before that, and then her, and then not long after that, uh, Michael Jackson so we see these these things in the news of these famous people we admire we listen to their songs we watch their reality tv we follow them in the sports arena they, they're a little like mini gods in, in in a sense um so we connect with them in a way that they don't know us but we know them so much because their life is in spotlight and we connect with them that way spiritual it, it's crazy that we connect them. More in in the spirit or in the soul than we in other than in person. This just itself shows that there is another world, spiritual world or spirit world that most people don't even know. Um, so the passing of of Kobe uh, shocked shocked so many people, and people are crying and all that. But I see things different the way I saw when uh, Michael Jackson passed because that time I was not saved, and this time I am saved. That time I was blind. This time I am no longer blind. That time I was deaf. This time I am no longer deaf. So I see thing, things in different way. So when my friend texted me that last night, I just transported myself a few years back doing Michael Jackson and then I brought myself back t- today the way I responded to this news and the way I responded to Michael Jackson is completely different I see things in a completely different ways so I texted him back and I told him look um it's obviously obvious it's 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 a terrible thing it's tragedy it's sad but I don't see it the same way you see like Life is not weird. Life is very, very good. And this is just reminding us how privileged we are. Every single day we wake up and have another breath. We have another opportunity to breathe, to to save, to to worship, to, to, to glorify God. That's how I see life. Every day this is the day the Lord has made. I will do two things. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Because we are like a mist. There's no guarantee that you will be here tomorrow. There's no guarantee you'll be here in the next five days, in the next five hours, in the next five minutes, let alone in the next five seconds. There's no guarantee. And examples of this is shown to us every single day. We lose our loved ones every single day. But this happened that because he was famous, everybody knows him, so they, collectively, the entire country know this person, so we collectively uh, see how people react, how we react in ourselves, and how other people react with this news. But it's, it's a reality. I remember my own, my own, my own sister passing. Um, I was not saved at that time like six, seven years ago, eight years ago almost, um, it was a terrible thing. It was terrible. I I reached the blink of not seeing the value of life that I just said, if she's gone, why am I here? Why am I here? I really went to that dark place where you don't want to go. But by the grace of God, um, I survived that period. It was a nine month of, of grief and painful process of healing that I cannot explain. Like it's, you cannot take a pill. You cannot see a therapist. There's nothing you can do. You just have to swallow that. Like you're smiling, but inside of you, it you are like dying yourself. So it's really painful thing to experience. Um, and I feel, I, and I don't know if all of us process that in the same way. I think we process differently, especially when we are not saved. But I think people who are saved process death in the, almost the same way, all of us, because we see things as they are Death is not as terrible as, uh, as it seems. If anything, it's probably, is. let's put this way, the Bible tells us it is a promotion. To live is Christ, to die is gain. So you are gaining by dying. You are living this painful world, the world full of destruction, full of chaos, full of all kind of things. Sickness, diseases, war, anger, poverty, just, just pain everywhere you look how people are suffering, how things are just hitting all over. Now there's this coronavirus. Viruses are popping up everywhere. Where they come from? And they're destroying, they're claiming lives of people. So when you leave this place, you're promoted. However, there's a caviar here. There's one way. Either you are going to be with Jesus Christ in paradise, just like he said to that thief on the cross who said, Lord, when you come back to your kingdom, remember me. He was repenting, and Jesus said, you will be with me in paradise today. That thief is alive today jesus said god is the god of abraham the god of isaac and the god of jacob he's not a god the god of the dead he's the god of living he was telling us that abraham that we read in the bible isaac that we read in the bible and jacob are living they are not dead in the book of John, he tells that you have crossed over. He says, anybody who come to me, they have crossed over from from death to life. You have crossed over, like like the children of of Israel crossed over from in the river Jordan when they came out of Egypt from the wilderness to go to their promised land. They crossed over. They God made a land out of the sea so they can pass through. That's the exact picture of you and I who are in Christ. Like he said, you will never die. Jesus said, you will never die. Those who are dead are living. They're going to be, they're living now. But you who are living and, and came to me, you will never see death. But you're going to argue, you're going to say, oh, you know, that doesn't make sense. People die? No, he's talking about it's just transition. The body, yes, the body will die, will go to the gra- to the ground, but your spirit, who is the real you? Because without the spirit, you are not a person. You are not a human being. The real you is a spirit being. This is why I mentioned how we connect with these celebrities that they don't even know us. But we know them because they're in the news. How do we connect all this in reality TV? Because of this, really us, the spirit being. We see things from the spirit. But if you are not in Christ, you see people. You see everything through your physical eye, through your physical. You sense everything through things that you see, touch, and see, and, and, and smell. But when you're a spirit being, you see things. From the spiritual realm. This is why the Bible also says we do not fight. Our the weapons, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We, our warfare, we do not fight with nuclear weapons, guns, or anything like that. The weapons of our warfare are are, are mighty. They are, they are spiritual. They are spiritual and we destroy that. All these strongholds that we see with our physical eye, with our physical, with spiritual weapons, and which are more powerful. It's a sword, it, it's more powerful than, than than any two-edged sword. So I told my friend, I said, look, you make your life right with Jesus, it will not bother you. Yes? it's it's a tragedy to see a young man who have the whole life ahead of him young family beautiful nice things going on for him and this sudden happen but but this is it's more reminder for us than them for them that's it that's the end of life they they don't think about this world anymore they're in another realm of life for us who are here, what does this mean? How do we shape our life? How do we prior, prioritize our own lives in the, in the, in the, in the wake of this, in, the, in this reminder? Really, God is just reminding us, look, you're just a mist and there's no guarantee you. He was 41 years old and his daughter was like 15 years old. It's one of those days you just wake up in the morning, you're going to a basketball game to coach. So I say to him, I say, look, I pray and I hope that him and his daughter and all the people who lost their life are in the presence of the Lord. Because at the end of the day, we don't know when Jesus meets people. The Bible tells us Jesus will meet every single human being. Every person, every human being will bow their knees at the mention of the name of Jesus. And even if a person, maybe you don't know if they, they know the Lord in, in their lives, but we don't know that that last minute moment. Just like that guy on the cross, the thief, it was He was already being crucified. He's hanging on top already. They nail him on, on the cross. So he's just waiting to give up his spirit. He say, Lord, remember me. Remember me in your kingdom. When you come back to your kingdom. Right there, Jesus forgave him. That thief, that, that, that criminal passed away. Like he transitioned from that that death to life. Right there, he was in paradise with Jesus Christ. So I don't know. May, Kobe was in 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 a spotlight. I don't know his life much. other than he's a good basketball player. He loved people say good things about him, what his good deeds that he was doing, including coaching young girls that he was going with his daughter to coach a team of, of young girls. the question was was he right with the Lord and even if I didn't see even I don't know if if he was right with the Lord he may have met him at the last minute before that that helicopter went down so I cannot judge only God no but what I want to talk to you is you who are living today that's what I want to talk to you because this is the lesson that we learn but life is a mist. It can just leave like at any given moment somebody gonna leave this earth. and nobody promise you you live to be hundred 120. Nobody. We have so many examples. My sister was 28 years old when she suddenly left us. And we have this is Kobe, 41 years old. Young, young person. He's somewhere in paradise, maybe. And his beautiful daughter. But what about you who are living today? This is just, this is for you. All these things are happening for you. Coronavirus is for you to remind you where to put your priorities. I didn't even read the verse for today. A few months ago, a man known as um, Reinhard Bonnke passed away. He was a biggest evangelist of, of, of the 21st century. I was in Africa the time he first time became came there. I was young, very very young, and I remember my parents took us to one of his crusades. Like thousands and thousands, we just saw him, he was on the stage. We, So many of us, we couldn't even step on each other. And he preached, and that's how I came across this man. And he, I, 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 I kept following him for years, even later after, even after when I, I, I kept hearing his name, okay? I know I, there's a point in my life where I was not, uh, in, in, a, in church circle and in Christianity I just you know went astray a little bit but I still had this man he continued his work and then when I came back to Christ he was there he's now an old guy but he's still energetic he still does the work and then um, he retired not too long ago and handled his ministry to his successor Daniel Collenda. Um, and he wrote a book, and I keep seeing him here and there, in his speaking engagement, preaching here and there. Like, he was a little bit rested, not as active as he used to be. And then he's passing. The way I felt for, for him, his passing, and the way I felt the passing of a person whom I don't know if they are saved or not, is completely different. How do I know? There's, there's this light bulb inside of you when a person whom you know where they are, like for sure, you know where they are. And there's this sadness in a person, especially for, for us who are in Christ, when you are not sure where the person who just passed, where they are. For example, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be blunt here. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know where Kobe is. That's the sad part. I wish I know, but I don't know. God knows. But I know where Reinhard Bonke is. This, this, that's the difference. Like you, I. There was a joy in me that, wow, what a life a man lived when Bonke uh, passed. Like. When Bill Graham, Graham passed, there's, there's something that, that, that joy, that 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 passing, that finally he went to see Jesus, a man whom he preached. There's this joy, there's this this peace inside of you, this love, this this like you almost like translated and joined with angels and celebrating this man when Jesus said, well done, my faithful servant, my good and faithful servant, come and, and, and give them the, this crown, this, this gift that He has reserved for them because of the impact they have done in the world for the name, for the sake of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So there's that, like, there's a different, there's this different. It's a wasted life when all you live your life is about you. About you accumulating wealth, accumulating money, accumulating properties, accumulating toys. And then your life is gone. And you have done nothing for the Lord. I think maybe that's the sadness is. Maybe that's where the sadness is. It's not more like a person went, we don't know where they went. That's one. But also that the person wasted all their given life living a life for themselves. Like not knowing why they're here. We are not here to live for ourselves. We are not here to save our egos, our need to accumulate things to show off for other people to make ourselves look good our life point us to one being and that's God we are here for him to live is Christ to die is gain you live Christ that's it it's not even you who live it's Jesus if you are born again if you're in Christ, if you're not in Christ, you're living for yourself. And your priorities are going to show it. So it's, it's just, so when Bonkil, when I heard that he passed, Psalms 116, 15 came to my mind right away. And I read this verse when I was reading my Bible plan and it stuck in my heart. Like I could not Like, i never seen this verse before. Maybe I've seen it, but I never, like, it never, um, um, like, became a revelation to me. That God, this is what he say, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. God delight in his saints, in his people those who love him in their life, even the moment of their death. Even the moment of their death. He delight. There is nothing going to stop God from delighting on those who accepted him. Nothing. Even when they die, like physical, Because that day... They are with Jesus in paradise. Like God say, come home. Come home and come and see. Now they see everything that you and I don't even see. Everything. And that's the beautiful thing. Death is not as terrible as the world see it. You see sadness in, on TV and in the newspaper and all that stuff. It is sad. But sad to me, if a person, A, was not saved, they're waiting for their final judgment, and B, even if they were saved at the last minute that you and I don't know, they wasted all their lives, they live all their lives for themselves, not knowing why they're here. We can do all great things, we can do all great things, have all this foundation. You see Bill Gates just announced his, through his foundation that they are going to put like $30 million to combat this coronavirus or something like that. They just, you know, scheme on some kind of headline. $30 million. What if Bill Gates used that money to win people for Jesus? when bill gates close his last breath when he closes his eyes he will be in the presence of jesus and jesus is gonna open his arms and say come home but for the world he's doing great thing he want to try to make this world better virus free disease free it ain't gonna happen disease gonna keep coming new virus gonna keep Coming out, new sickness, new, new, new war, all kinds of things going to continue and they're going to become worse. That's what the Bible tells us. But people who are very comfortable with this life, they think they can make this life better and they're wasting massive amount of money on projects that will never, ever, ever have an eternal impact. And that's in this wasted life. That is the saddest part of life. And you would say, why these people have all this money to be wasted? That's the question we're going to ask God one day. That's the question we're going to ask. Why it's not in the hands of the church, in the hands of righteous people who knows where to allocate that money to the light, press. The Bible is very clear. We know why, but yeah, I'm not going to say it here. It will not make sense to many people. It's only going to make sense to Christians, to those who are born again. So I just want you to know Probably 11 4 says, Wealth is worthless in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. Wealth is worthless in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. You have to have righteousness. You have to be right in the sight of God, and everything else will fall into its place. Even when you die, whether you are 20 or you are 89 Or 109. When you are righteous. You do the right thing. In the end. It's going to pay off. It's going to pay off. Precious. In the sight of the Lord. Is the death. Of his saints. I'm going to end here. In Jesus name.